This is Cats Today. Yes, it is Cats Today for a Tuesday, September the 14th, 2021. Thanks for checking us out here on the Cats Audio Network. It's your digital host, Louis B. Uh, make sure to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode, whether it's of uh, this program or any other of the great offerings we have for you, including the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker. It's fun to say, the Coach O Show. It's uh, even more fun to listen to, so uh, go check it out wherever you're checking out this podcast. Uh, wanted to let you know that Smile Cookies are back at Tim Hortons Field uh, all through this week. Uh, the S- Tim Hortons Smile Cookie campaign is back. It's celebrating its 25th anniversary. All proceeds from cookies sold at uh, Tim Hortons across the country will go right back into local charities. And in Hamilton, uh, two great charities are benefiting Hamilton Food Share and uh, Food for Kids Hamilton. Uh, so go buy yourself a cookie. Last year across the country, almost $11 million raised for charities, hospitals, and community programs across the country. Uh, and in the 25 years they've been doing this, $60 million has been raised for uh, some great charities. So uh, go get a cookie, they're delicious. And, uh, of course, they're fun to eat, and it's always nice to comment <laughs> on how, how well the icing is done, how good the icing is done. So uh, go get your smile cookies. Help support two great charities in Hamilton or wherever you're listening. Uh, it's, it's going back to some, uh, some great organizations in their communities. So uh, go get your Tim Hortons smile cookie uh, for just a buck anywhere uh, your closest Tim Hortons is. All right, we got a great show for you coming up. Uh, we got uh, Steve Milton from the Hamilton Spectator stopping by. We'll get his thoughts on uh, the Ticats' loss on Friday and uh, where they go getting set for the Stampeders on Friday. Uh, we're going to hear from Dylan Wynn, and in just a moment we're going to hear from Ticats head coach Orlando Steinauer. Did want to let you know that uh, Ticats broadcast back on the Ticats Audio Network on Friday. Very much looking forward to being back at uh, Tim Hortons field and uh, playing in front of some of the best fans in the Canadian Football League. If you're heading down, make sure to keep us locked in at uh, 6 o'clock. Andy Fantuz and I will have Tiger Cats pregame presented by Active Green and Ross. Then we'll hand it over to RJ Broadhead and Luke Tasker who will have the call. And make sure to join us on uh, Tiger Cats at the half and Tiger Cats postgame where we'll be giving away a pair of gold seats for the uh, Tiger Cats next home game which would be on uh, October the 2nd against the uh, Montreal Alouettes. All right, let's take a look at the uh, Ticats injury report. Of course, we had a couple of did-not practices yesterday. Brandon Banks, Jake Burt uh, did not practice. Teddy Laurent did not practice. Joel Whitford didn't practice as well. A uh, few guys were limited. Desmond Lawrence, Jeremiah Masoli, K. Okafor, Devere Posey. That's obviously good news. Sean Thomas Erlington was limited as well. Coach will. Uh, Coach did talk on that, and you can hear his full comments up on Ticats.ca. Uh, Braylon Addison was limited, as was Mike Daly and Siante Evans, and uh, Dane Evans has been listed as out. Of course, we got news yesterday that he's out for to six weeks. All right, let's hear from Coach. And uh, after day one of practice, he said he liked the energy from his group. And we started off, uh, I started off asking uh, whether he liked the energy today after day two. Yes, sir. How do you? I like the execution too. I like the execution. Uh, We are, you know, it's, uh, it's been, it's been refreshing. Obviously it's always about execution on game day. But all we can control right now is our execution and practice. And I like what I saw. 
just him being comfortable, um, commanding the huddle, uh, staying within himself, going through his reads. And, uh, yeah, just want, uh, if he's the guy, then, you know, just want him to be himself. Yeah, and, and part of that is just we have Jeremiah on, uh, quote, unquote, a football pitch count. Okay. So uh, Jeremiah knows this offense like the back of his hand. He did take some reps yesterday. Uh, David took the majority today. So, uh, like I said, it'll be a, it'll be a, we'll wait till tomorrow and just see. But uh, we don't want um, Jeremiah to waste his throws, if you will, uh, in practice when the reads are are already there for him. Well, he's definitely athletic. He's a, a create guy for sure. I think the one thing that gets lost, Bubba, is that uh, he's got a strong arm. Uh, he's got a very strong arm. I think uh, he's – it's hard for anybody else to know, but, I mean, he, he's a student of the game, right? He just – even despite him just being our short yardage guy and being brought in for that specific reason, uh, he brings great ideas to game plan. He's in all the meetings. He's locked in and tuned in. So I imagine for him this is a uh, – you know, if he gets the go that, you know, this is an opportunity, but even if he's not our guy, you know, he's just one play away. And I think that's proven, you know, to be true for the most part uh, throughout our season. Right. So um, his skill set uh, and obviously we'll see, maybe he, he brings some other things to the table when the lights are on, but I can just say he's highly athletic with a strong arm. He's a tough kid and he's tough minded, um, natural leadership skills. Um, yeah. And, you know, obviously those are all great, but you got to do, you got to produce with the lights on. That is the head coach of the Hamilton Tiger Cats, Orlando Steinauer, as he spoke after practice today. And uh, right after practice, he did his uh, post-practice availability, but then he also recorded a brand new episode of the Coach O Show. He and Luke Tasker get together every week to get set for uh, the week ahead's game and some great discussion uh, on today's show, and you're going to want to check it out wherever you're checking out this show, uh, or you can uh, check it out on YouTube as well, the Coach O Show with Luke Tasker, uh, one of the many great offerings we have for you here on the Ticats Audio Network. All right, Ticats... Probably not where they wanted to be after the first five games of the season at uh, two and three. Of course, the Ticats lost just three games in all of 2019, going a franchise best 15 and three on the season. But uh, a lot of returnees from that team, and one of them is, of course, Dylan Wynn who's been having a, a good start to the season when he's available, but he looks healthy and he looks ready to go. And we had a chance to catch up with him after practice today. Uh, no, uh, definitely not. It's, you know, nothing in life happens the same way twice. And that's, you know, if it did, why would we play? Uh, it's, it's the beauty of it. Um, you get You get the challenges you need. And I believe these are growing experiences that, our team needs and uh, we will step up to the plate and we will, you know, learn from it. There's no such thing as a loss unless you don't learn. Um, so we're excited for this next week against Calgary to show how big of steps we can take coming into this. There's never a sense of panic, but there's always a sense of urgency. And uh, that's something that's in our culture here in Hamilton. We're here to work. We're here to work every day. You come in, you put your heart out on and, you know, you do what you got to do to get the job done. We're blessed to be in the situation where we get to play the sport. Um, and at this high of level, you know, like I said earlier, the margin of error is slim to none. 
And uh, we just need to capitalize on our jobs and really detail what we're doing and bring it every play. Well, Bo Levi is one of the premier quarterbacks in this league, and you can tell by how he diagnoses defense and how he reacts, especially to pressure. Um, I've been able to play against him quite a few times and never disappoints. Uh, it's it's a good quarterback, and it's a great offense, and they're coached very well, and uh, it's it's dangerous. So it's like I was saying before, we just need to detail our assignments, our alignments, and our executions to the point uh, where there's no holes and there's no nothing that he can capitalize on because that level of quarterback typically try excels at finding those holes. That is Dylan Wynn as he spoke after practice today. All right, Ticats getting set for Friday. They want to put Friday's game, last Friday's game, I should say, in Toronto behind them. A tough, tough loss, but uh, a man who was at the game in the press box joins me now. That's Steve Milton of the Hamilton Spectator. And uh, Milty, you were there in person. You, you got to see, you know, everything up close. What did you make of the uh, Ticats performance on Friday night against the Argos? Deserved loss. Right, tough but deserved. Uh, I mean, they, they they had a shot at it. Uh, you know, you got to give David Watford credit for coming in and and uh, marching a team that he he played no re- a reps with that I saw for two weeks, uh, and I don't know how many he's done since he resigned here in in, in August. Uh, not very many. So that was well done. They finally started to run the ball a little bit there, which I thought was funny on the Argonauts' part. Uh, spot to allow them to come back in, but uh, yeah, disappointing. Lost the punter right before the game. Uh, of course, hitting the hitting the uh, upright is just one of those things that if that had happened on Labor Day, it'd be absolutely memorable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the offensive line. The first two games we were talking about it, then it seemed like you know they had consistency. It looked like you know Jordan Murray kind of locked up that right guard spot and a right tackle spot. It just felt like everything was clicking, and then it feels like it was two step forwards, two steps back on Friday. I'll agree with the two steps back for sure. I mean, it looked like they were coming forward a little bit, and and remembering protection has an awful lot to do with a lot of factors, um, and I think that's why Dane Evans chose to run uh, a lot in the fourth quarter. Uh, is that it just wasn't getting done? They had seven yards of running. It wasn't just the the passing attack, and 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 the pressures were tremendous. And this is a line without two starters, defensive line without two starters. Now, admittedly, uh, uh, Chris Fenzel's loss is is really really big at right tackle. It changes a few things along the line. It changes uh, ratio, all of those kinds of things it changes that right side and people are keying a little bit on that um but it was uh very i think very disappointing uh for everybody all the way around and not establishing a run game i didn't think if you want to know the truth i didn't think the game plan was very good uh offensively i thought the manner in which they want to run i i would like to see a little more i think you're going to have to concede particularly with watford in there that that, that uh, you're going to have to have an extra blocker whether that's moving uh, it's double you know fullback that's only blocking or moving that fullback which would be uh, nicola clinic clinic yeah. uh up up uh, and and playing uh, either a full lineman up there as a full lineman up there or attached uh, attached meaning just close to the line as he was only a few times. Not enough, in my opinion. It's kind of like that hybrid tight end position yes. for CFL style. Yeah, like, and that's... And his size, I mean, he talked about it in the offseason. He put on 15 pounds of muscle. He worked on it with the trainer. So, I mean, not not questioning the play call here, but it, 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 we did see him 
kind of it used like that on Friday, you, you would think that's kind of what you're watching at practice here this week? Is yeah, I'll be honest. watching for that. And, and, I mean, obviously you don't tip things off. Uh, that's not fair to anybody, the, yeah. the Ticats or their opposition. I, and uh, you, you don't uh, broadcast exactly the, the kinds of things that you're seeing. But that's what I would want to see if I were them. I, I thought uh, – I think if this defense – where, why they did well the two games that they won is they started to take and exploit and do well with what the defense was giving them. The defense is giving them that. It means one fewer receiver, but I think you're going to have to do that. And Watford being a running quarterback, this that might help. But, I mean, it's awful tough to get somebody ready in a very short period of time. Plus, they got a game right after that. Yeah, uh, that that quick turnaround. I mean, I talked about it with Coach O yesterday. Like, they knew this was coming. They they saw it on the schedule. It didn't come as a surprise. But I mean, it's one thing to plan for four games in sixteen days, whatever it is, four games in eighteen get days. It's another thing to actually do it with two quarterbacks hurt. <laughs> not to mention an all star. Not to mention an all star team kind of on the injured list right now. Yeah, we saw we saw Braylon. We saw Devere back at practice, but again, they're on the sixth game. You wouldn't think they'd come off, especially with such a quick turnaround. Like I'm not really expecting to see Braylon or Devere this I'm, week for sure, but even on Wednesday, that's I mean, yeah, that's quick I wouldn't expect to see Devere. I don't know about Braylon. We'll have to watch uh, during the week. Uh, uh, it it and those are people that can change the game. That gives the quarterback just another thing that he can do quickly, yeah. right? And you've got to find things that can be done quickly, whether it's uh, uh, or. Give yourself more time. There were times in this game mm-hmm. that, that, that there were times. And look at the offense. When they had the biggest plays, it's when they had more time. A uh, couple, uh, Evans bought a little time for himself for rolling out. Yeah. You know, like I, I would, I, I don't know if it was too. Uncharacteristically? I, um, for the most part, yeah. yeah. From what and, we've and, seen anyway. Yeah, and, and, and uh, Watford can do that. Yeah. Um, and is going to have to do that, in, in, in my opinion. People go to school on what they've just seen. Hmm. All right, and Calgary's going to school on what they've just seen. Uh, the secondary, another great game from them. I mean, they they really seem to be figuring this all out. Frankie, Cariel Brooks, Jamal Roll. I mean, nobody's throwing to that side of the field right now. That's right, and 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 they're playing very aggressive ball. And uh, there was a couple of great interceptions. I mean, okay, they lost by one point, but that. Do you think that was indicative of the game? I, I won't make you answer that, no, but no. I'll answer it for myself. Yeah. It, it was not indicative of the game yeah. because, um, yes, that was great that they, I mean, you fight back. Those are the kinds of games that they would fight back to. When there were a lot of those in 2019 of, of games that you could have gone either way and, and uh, went the Ticats way, a couple that went the other way. But but for the most part, the majority that could have gone either way went their way. Yeah. And this was one um, there where they didn't have anywhere near the balance of the play, particularly if you look at possession time and and uh, and field field all of those things. Yeah. Everything that your eye told you, the scoreboard did not. Uh, Calgary comes in here. They're playing with a certain level of confidence. They got Bo Levi back. I mean, it seems like this is kind of the perfect test for this Ticats team. You know, to to I don't want to say to see if they're for real, but I mean. Three and three would sound a lot better than two and four after this week. Oh, I would think. I would think. And, and I think if you – I mean, that's that's where you want to be. I mean, that, that is a big difference. I mean, that's two games in a row. Of, of, yeah. of, and it's not a four-point game because it's not against the East. I mean, I, I guess it could be in a, in a way if you're looking at the crossover, you know, eventually. So all games essentially are four-point games over the – but it's not the same as, as in the East. But, yeah, I would, I would say uh, – I would like to see this too. We talked a lot about the offense, but really, I mean, they were 14-7 really at the half against Toronto flattered them and I think it flattered the defense in a way 
except for this point. They made big plays, hmm. big, big plays, right? So if you can continue to make big plays. But they need, need pressure early. They got pressure in the second half for sure. Stop that run. But people are going to run against them until they prove they, they couldn't. And that's exactly what Toronto did. They used white. Uh, until they couldn't, until they did it, they readjusted and did a great job, and they did a tremendous job <coughs> readjusting. Yeah. Um, would they allow three points in the second half? I think so. Yeah, exactly. And like you said, I mean, there's there's things to fix on offense, there's things to fix on defense, and this this you, it's going to be a big week of practice here. You got to keep that defense off the field. I mean, they were on the field too much. Yeah. That, I mean, that, that's I mean, and they did remarkably well considering how long they were on the field. But but the defense has to get off the start. Which is what they've done in the, what they did in the two two games that they won. They get to get there off the start. Uh, a lot depends now when you've got so many incomplete teams in this league, and the Ticats are an incomplete team. Uh, a lot depends on the early part of the game, uh, it, because that's when the run comes, one way or the other. Right? You either have to give it up, or you can you can control it because you have the lead. That is Steve Milton of the Hamilton Spectator. My thanks to him for uh, joining me today on the program and my thanks to you for tuning in uh we could not do this show without your support so thank you so much uh from the bottom of my heart i really do appreciate it uh make sure to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode and if you ever have any questions or feedback you can always hit me up on twitter at louis b underscore t v or you can just hit up the tie cats at tie cats on Twitter and Instagram and all that fun stuff. So thanks for checking us out. We're back tomorrow, same time, same place for the Tight Cats Audio Network. I'm Louie B. Hoping you have a great day.